It's the blackout. All right, what's up, what's up, what's up on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast? I'm going to ask Jay if he washes his chicken in the sink, if he pats it dry with a paper towel, or if he just throws it right in the pot to cook. All that and more, including Kanye West and these crazy shenanigans and maybe a little bit of Nick Cannon and Extra Babies. All that and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. <laughs> What's up? Welcome back. Welcome back. And welcome back again for the first time in a long time to the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, episode 233. I am Jared. What's going on, people? I'm Jay. What's up? And we're backing at it again. Finally, Jay, two things. How's everything been going this past couple weeks? Second thing, how do you clean your meat? Um, hmm. Past couple weeks have been cool. I mean, it's all right. Same old, same old. A few things, yep. a few little things. But how do I clean my meat? Mm-hmm. I just... Sometimes I'll sometimes I'll rinse it off. Sometimes I won't. So I mean, so you, just dirty meat. I, I wouldn't say it's dirty because so, dirty meat. so. So let me ask you this question: Do you rinse mm-hmm. off a steak when you get it? Nope. Okay, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> All coming from an animal. There do, you do, go. do you rinse off your brisket before you season it? No, I have seen I have seen people wipe it down like with a yeah, just towel. pat it just to get out get the slime and whatever kind of moisture off of it. But you yeah. know, I a lot there's a lot of things that come with like that whole uh, cleaning your chicken in the sink and stuff. I've I've seen article read articles about people cleaning chicken in the sink and the water splashes off of it, splashes on the other stuff. Guess what? You're contaminating mm-hmm. that other stuff. So that's fact. It's gonna. You're going to cook your chicken anyway, so whatever you're trying to wash off, whatever it is, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Sometimes I'll, I'll rinse it off just to rinse it off, but majority of the time if I'm cooking, uh, it'll get rinsed off because it's frozen, and when it thaws yeah. out, guess what? Yeah, the the only time personally I will, only time personally I went rinse, uh, rinse it off is... If there's like, yeah, if there's like a little slime that like just looks too nasty. Yeah. Um, or, uh, you know, or if it's, or if it, you know, I don't know if it has like some ice crystals, but normally I'm just going to let it thaw first. I don't, I, I rarely, rarely do I, do I rinse it off. But yeah, it's just because that same thing you said, you know, wash it off, extra splashes, splashes could potentially cross contaminate other surfaces and the mm-hmm. sink and stuff like that. There's a lot of people who I've seen literally take the chicken out the package and put it in the bottom of the sink. I see. With dishes next to it too, by the oh, way. Oh man. That's my parent. That's my mom all together. I, I, I have I like every time I go back home I'll see my mom <laughs> defrosting meat in the sink uh-huh. with the clean dishes and I'm just like <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, like, okay, oh, she did a whole life like this, so apparently it's not yeah. bad. So yeah. she's fine. But then I <laughs> just right, think I'm about a, it, a, man. I'm just like, man, come yeah. on. So 
That make you that make you want to go behind her when she actually take the meat out of there and put those dishes in the dishwasher. Dude, I, I actually when when I do that, I actually just go back in and I rewash all those dishes that she got yeah. sitting there. That's funny. So all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give your mama a pass. And Yanny, I love you. And you have always made great food every time I've eaten at your house. Um so <laughs> nah, I gonna... can't question you. <laughs> I mean But anytime I go there now, hey, I'm gonna be I like mean, <laughs> Hey, she got paper plates, so you yeah. could eat off the paper plates. She always mm-hmm. has paper plates, so don't worry about eating oh, off fine. the the. Nah, we fine. The dinner. We good, yeah, but man, that's that's just a random thing that popped up because I yeah I saw it, but yeah. So we want to know what the people out there really have to say um, about that. That that's a question. We have another question coming up here in a second, but yeah, man. So past couple weeks sounds sounds like they've been, you know, okay for you. Uh, for me, wow, we've had. Oh man, this, this year, like I swear, we've traveled so many times this year, and a couple of them were, a couple of them were, you know, planned family vacations that were earlier in the summer. Right. Uh, and then this one was also planned that we took the trip, and but this is a trip that's been moved back four times now, I think, because of COVID and the pandemic. So uh, we we're supposed to be going back to Jamaica. You know, my wife and I are supposed to be going back to Jamaica. Uh, when we got married, bringing our kids uh, because we told them about it ever since we got married. They'd always wanted to go, and we always wanted to show them. And, and honestly, we always wanted to go back, but it financially just wasn't always the best, you know, time frame to do it whenever we wanted to go. Uh, so we finally, you know, were able to, to save up some and, and, and plan for this trip um, that was supposed to happen, I, I think. Initially, we wanted in like 2020, but they're like, no, let's put it in 2021. Mm. So we did the beginning of 2021 on our anniversary, but that was still like COVID pandemic. So like, you know what? Let's push it back to January, um, you know, 22. So the the day we're going to go, as as I think I've documented before, somebody had COVID uh, in the family. And then we push it back about two or three weeks. Somebody else had COVID and the first person re-got it again. And then so we're like, all right, let's push it back to October. Let's see what happened. So October 22nd, we flew out that night from Utah. And it started snowing that night, actually, here, which was odd. My birthday's on the 23rd. Um, so we, we flew out of Utah, flew into New York, uh, and got there at like 5 a.m., then flew down to Jamaica, um, you know, on the tw- and got there on the 23rd. Long day of travel, but finally got to go back to the beach um back to the the resort where we got married we have so many great you know memories honestly man i'm gonna tell you what man as soon as we got there like like we got there that day and 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 i was fine i think i was just super tired and it was a really weird uncharacteristic birthday you know because we were traveling you know more than half of the day Mm -hmm. it seemed like so for me i didn't really get to celebrate my birthday if you will like and we didn't really celebrate it on the day Mm-hmm. You know, my family gave me gifts like the day, you know, we were about to travel out um, uh, that morning. But um, the, the the 24th, I woke up and and um, I was the first one up. My body clock is always just awake super early because of work. And we're going over we're going over one time zone because that's central time uh, at that time. Um, so my body, I was just up and. Everybody else was asleep. We had a long day of travel. I'll tell you what, my wife and son uh, fell asleep at like 6 p.m. on my birthday and then uh, on the 23rd. And 
my daughter and I stayed up probably about like an hour, maybe two hours later. And then we both sort of like, we were just tired. So we just passed out. But I was the first one awake, started walking around. And man, so, so we got married at this place. We had 30 people from our family that, that were, you know, we were fortunate to be able to come down. You know, they could make it with work schedule and stuff like that. We got married, you know, 16, almost 17 years ago. And my mom and dad and brother and sister and a couple of cousins. And on the other side, you know, my, my wife's, you know, mom and, you know, grandparents and uncles and stuff. It's so crazy because I was walking through like one of the main, um, I guess, sort of like, like courtyards or whatever at the resort. Mm. And a lot of it has stayed the same and a lot of it's changed, obviously. Uh, but there's two places that I remember I, like are burned in my mind. One place is sort of like a sitting area, a waiting area, a reception area, uh, where I remember my dad and I had a picture of him laying on this couch or sitting on this couch with his head back and like he's just like knocked out of sleep. Like that picture is always etched in my mind. And then another one, which was sort of like this long courtyard. Maybe there's a couple of us, but this long courtyard where I remember there used to be like a, uh, the way they used to have it set up, they would have like a like a pina colada and a and a, and a strawberry daiquiri, daiquiri machine that were virgin, mm, right. but they'd have cups set up next to it along with coffee machine, you know, cup set up next to it. And you could just walk up there and just get it up fill it up and keep going like as much as you want wherever in the resort they had two or three locations like that so i remember that but that was also a place where i remember you know talking to family and stuff like that and then beyond that there's a photo that i took with my brother and a couple of my cousins where i was doing like the heisman pose because yeah. i was getting married that day or whatever they're like do the heisman and it was like standing in front of this one bar and took a photo there and and man when i when i saw those spots i started to cry a little bit man because you know, because like I got super emotional and I was like, I'm starting to get a little emotional right now. But I started I started thinking about those times and I was like, man, you know, 16, almost 17 years ago, we were there or more than 16 years ago, almost 17 years ago. We were there with all these people. And sadly, you know, several of them aren't there you know, aren't, yeah. aren't still here with us. You know? Right, right, right. My dad, uh, my dad, my wife's grandparents, you know, who both passed away in the past, uh, you know, two years, uh, two and a half years, they both passed away. And then uh, her aunt and uncle who basically were her, you know, who helped raise her, you know? So, so it was, man, it was, whew. It was some fam, some family members, also some family members, you know, that were there then are currently uh, separated by divorce out of the family now, mm. uh, you know, so so on both sides of the family. Right, right. So, right. you know, that was sad, too, because, you know, it's just just a lot of relationship stuff, you know, and, and life has changed mm. a lot. But oh, yeah. I was by myself when I started doing that, man. And I was like, I just had to sit down, have a moment. Uh, and walk around. Went back to went went over to the beach where we got married. Uh, the location we got married, and they had like this, the the same tiki hut that we had our uh, our reception under was still there. So I went and sat down in, in the beach chairs over there. It was, it's huge too, and I saw a few like I saw a few like towels there with clips on them. So I didn't know if that was somebody's 
you know, somebody claimed them or not, but I sat there for a few hours and nobody walked up. And then finally this family walked up and, and they're like, oh, these are our chairs. And I was like, all right, that's cool. And I walked off and found somewhere else. But every time I hit one of those spots, you know, and saw the stuff and saw places where my family stayed and, and, and my wife and I stayed, you know, after we got married, like all those emotions came back, man. It was, it was tough. It was a tough first day emotionally but yeah. it was happy tough you know what i'm trying to say so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. happy set so yeah, i mean that's good memories man mm -hmm. great memories memory. yeah and then then the, the other memories that that well that came back immediately were people walking up and down the beach trying to peddle weed uh, nice very nice <laughs> man it's so funny man you go down there and i even experienced this i think when we went to mexico several years ago on the beach um Dudes walking up and down the beach with a backpack on, right? Yeah. Yeah. And they look up, and they they can't come to you unless you invite them to come to you, you know. So they're just walking right on the water's edge, like, hey, hey man, hey man, hey man, you okay man? You, you good man? You want you want a cigar man? I sell cigars and other stuff man. You okay? <laughs> you know other stuff. And there, there's hotel, there's like hotel security. They pay the security. There's beach police that, 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 you know, are part of the city or the country. They pay them off too. But these people walk up and down between all the resorts. You see the same people every single day. And there's people selling, you know, weed, people selling cigars, people selling, um, you know, handmade crafts and necklaces, oh. people offering. <laughs> Thought you said handmade crack. You can get some handmade, handmade crack. crack. Yeah, you Probably. got some handmade crack. Got this Probably. off of Etsy, you know. <laughs> Got this Etsy crack. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's handcrafted. Um, small batch. Um, and there's other people, you know, offering to braid people hair and stuff like that. I'm so mad though, man, because if I had some hair, I would ask them to braid it down. But uh, my daughter, she actually got her hair braided. It looked really good. So that's cool. Yeah, man. It's good time, man. It's just very emotional first first day. I think on top of that, on top of the emotion of being there was like still being a little bit tired from traveling. But, you know, I'm one of those people, once I wake up, I'm gone. You know, I'm up. I can't really go back to sleep after that. That's that's cool. So it was a great time, man. But, yeah, we, we spent the week, did all that they did, did pretty much all the things that we, you know, did back then, uh, you know, with family or before we got married or, or after we got married, I guess we, you know, showed our kids a lot of the stuff. And then, um, you know, did some waterfall hiking and parasailing and and uh it was it, it was a good time man it was it was emotional it was crazy though my kids i, I was interested to see how they were going to do because the past few trips that we've taken to a beach or whatever you know we've been with other family members right, either right. my mom and sister or my mother-in-law and my wife's niece and her kids um so i was just interested to see how they would interact together and they did great <laughs> overall and and you know they played they played on the beach every day they made sandcastles every day i helped my son make the sandcastle like the last day we made this big sandcastle so that's cool it was good but that's pretty good pretty oh good. and they cliff dive they dove off the cliff who my kids there's a there's a restaurant that we went to when all of the family was there called rick's cafe and i think they used to call it rick's on the cliff or something like that i think i heard um, about that but mm. yeah, it's it's in Western West End, Jamaica. Uh and yeah, man, my, my son he went up to the highest 
dive that they had open, which I think was 30 feet. And he jumped off of that. My daughter went and she jumped off of 11 feet. So, yeah, it was crazy. Not I was proud of it, man. Not yeah, I was proud of it. I wasn't doing it, but there was people doing it. Like, there there's tons of people. Uh, and then they even had they have one that's like 80 or 100 feet. I can't remember. It's like 80 feet where they climb up this huge light pole. It used to be a tree, but now they've changed it to, excuse mm-hmm. me, like this huge light pole with a platform on it. Basically, they ask people to to donate, put some money in a bucket to jump off because these are just, I don't think they're people, I think they're people who, who work there, but like their main their main job is like entertainment, you know? Right. Um, so they like just say, hey, you know, give us a tip, you know, tips, tips, tips. And so people are dropping a couple bucks in there, here, there. And then, um, you know, they would they would do the jump. And yeah, man, those dudes were crazy because they would get up there. There was a dude... There's dudes who like do a handstand and jump off on the handstand. There's dudes who do flips off of that. Like it's wild, man. But it's it's a good time. Um, so so we went there and did that, and, and yeah, my, both my kids got to got to cliff jump. Um, yeah, I'm looking at pictures now. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. it's fun. It's it's a beautiful place. We got to see the sun down there, the sunset there. Excuse me. So. You know, it, it was it was nice. And the wild thing is, you know, looking west from where we were, where the sunset is, if we kept going straight, we'd have been like Cancun slash Belize, like Central America. Um, and a little bit further north, you know, on an angle from that would be right, Houston, right, right. Texas. So, you know, based on the location. So, yeah, uh, but obviously several hundred thousand miles away. Anyway. Yeah, man, it's a good time. It's a great time. I'm sorry I took up so much so much time talking about that. It's all good, man. It's it's your your good memories. So you know, it's it's, uh, it is what you know. It is what it is. You can't can't uh, get those back. So you're absolutely right. Just experience it. You know, I had a weird experience this past week. What's Uh, that? So let me see if I could ask this. Probably a TMI question. And you don't have to answer if you don't want to. Mm. But do you <laughs> do you and your wife still use condoms? No. Or are you just raw dogging? Yeah. Or <laughs> I told you, I, yeah, like I said, you don't have to answer if you don't want to. <laughs> it's so, okay. <laughs> so, you know, so this is gonna go it's gonna be quite a quite a bit of a story. So let's let's start here. Let, let's, so, let's get into story, and it's gonna be funny time. Funny how it starts. So, my son, he uh, he got inducted into the Beta Club, which is <laughs> hold on a second. Wait, I, to, I told you it's gonna wait, be. Wait, wait. I told Just you it's stop. gonna be wild, wild start. Just stop. And Just it doesn't. Second. I gotta tell you, the I first know. thing that I think of <laughs> is because you asked me that question, and you're like, "So my son, he got inducted into the," and I'm like, "Yeah." I know. What Hall of Fame is this that he's joined? <laughs> hey, man, you never know. One day, okay. he'll probably join so, it. So, uh, where was I? So, my son, he gets inducted into the Beta Club. And that's, for people out there who don't, that's like the honors students uh, top in the school. They get inducted to this national Beta Club. They get to do all kind of stuff i wish i could have did robotics blah 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 that all kind of thing so anyway 
he has to dress up slacks, tie, you know, all that stuff. So I go to the store, and of course, this is like right before Halloween. I go to the store and, uh, you know, searching for this stuff, got his stuff. And I say, oh, let me pick yeah. up some candy, too, you know. And then, mm-hmm. you know, my wife was like, text me, and she's like, don't forget the condoms. And I'm like, okay. And then mm-hmm. I was like, thought about it, and then I texted back, and I'm like, wait a minute. It's not good. Uh, I'm going to be buying candy, children's clothes, and some condoms. <laughs> so, so yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, that Did you make it two? Would you make it two separate transactions? I, uh, I, I, well, I just I just went to an, I just went to another store and got the you know got the gun. So anyway, yeah. So uh, yes, people out there. Uh, yes, I have. I am married for how many years? How many have I been married? Like fifteen years. Mm-hmm. Uh, fifteen years, and yeah, we uh we try not to have any more babies, and I'm trying not to get my little man clipped. Up mm-hmm. in there, and my wife ain't trying to get her tubes tied, and uh, you know, I am not trying to be Nick Cannon out here. Uh, yeah, you know, this 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 pimp juice is kind of potent, so <laughs> yeah, so got to use the got good swimmers. <laughs> I got great swimmers, man. I got some Same. great swimmers, man. So uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, that's that's why I buy the you know the the that stuff, the condoms. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, I thought that was just a very interesting story. You know, you go from children's clothes to condoms and children's yeah, clothes, that, candy to condoms. So it was just a funny that would moment be wild. in the store, you know. That that would be wild as a store associate seeing that or even as just like a, mm-hmm. you know, just like another shopper in line. Just like, you know, like, because you always like, you know, just randomly look at people's carts, especially if you're trying to find a, like a short line, right? Yeah. You like see, oh, they got, they got a bunch of stuff, you know, and... and and up here, you know, you'll see a lot of people, you know, with like, with like thirteen cases of Coke Zero, and yeah. you know, like one loaf of bread and some eggs. And we're like, what? And and like thirteen gallons of milk. And we're like, what yeah. are we doing here? And those are people who have extremely large families. Um, but uh, you know, and they're they're just buying bulk. But you know, so you won't step in over. Yeah, if I saw that in your basket, you know. Yeah, and you'd I'd have like, questions. Um, it's like you got a little boy slapping some tie, a shirt and tie. <laughs> I might even like take like a some like peanut a, butter cups. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I might. <laughs> I might even. Um, I might even take like a like a you know a, a video where you can't see it, and then like later on post it on TikTok yeah. and ask the question. Um, but I uh, I don't know, man. But no, I I I. I got okay. What was I gonna ask you? Um, oh yeah, okay. So I got okay. What am I trying to say? Okay, yeah, yeah. So have you? Did you? Do you ever? Did you ever change condom um, brands over the course of time? Uh, that was one thing back in the day. Back, back when I used them often, uh-huh. I you know I would like bounce from one to the other to the other because i don't know i was always just like man they they claim this you know Uh, but is it really that you know you know us back in college it was durex was it durex Mm -hmm. because you know my one of my homies he he used to be the res the what do you call it the resident advisor 
what do you call it? The RA. Yeah. Yeah. So you walk up in a we were homie. So you walk up in his room. He had this big old pickle jar for just full of condoms for whoever needed <laughs> so and they were all like durex condoms so you walk up in there yeah. you just grab a handful grab a and bam you use that and they were like that's cool i guess they were okay i mean uh they they were i guess a little tight too tight yeah so then i kind of let me <laughs> I, I moved on i said okay let me let me try uh, trojan brand you know, go back to Trojan. And, of course, you got, like, your different tiers. You got, like, your super sensitive and your rib. And yeah. I don't know. You just got a whole bunch of, like, categories. Black that. Stallion. I, I, I don't know about that one. Uh, you got that. And then, of course, I used that. And those, they were okay. None of them, like, they were all, like, super duper, super tight. Mm-hmm. So then I went to, and I moved on and then i started getting magnum was like okay this this is a lot better they're comfortable mm-hmm. but like i'm talking about clothing they're like comfortable <laughs> they they fit tight but not too too tight so yeah i'm just stuck with that now i noticed that they got different tiers of uh magnum so now i'm like going through Gold, a different silver, tier platinum. they got like the black label. super super bare skin magnum they got like mm-hmm. the I, I forgot what the other ones are so i'm like going through the the I guess the uh, categories the of different those. Categories so, of yeah, so yeah, if, that, if that's what you want to call different ones. Different I always was curious about the ones in like the truck stops when we were like young. I was going to say that too. It's like you go up in there and you go in the bathroom it's like, put 50 cents in here and you can get condom, you know? The wild know thing, it. when I was a kid, man, when I used to, when I used to, uh, when we used to, you know, we drive everywhere all the time to, places outside of outside of town for family trips or whatever so yeah all these random truck stops with this big white like like vending thing on the wall where yeah you put in 50 cents or a dollar or whatever and you hit the little thing you pull down the little lever and supposed to get a condom and always had an image of them right and like mm-hmm. i'd look at these images and it just these cartoon images mm-hmm. and like in my mind it just seemed like it just seemed like it was like a plastic shell. You actually, you know what? You know, like the little toothpaste, tra- the toothbrush travel cases that are like these plastic cylinder yeah. things you put. That's what in my mind those condoms would like feel like, you know, and look like. Even though I didn't, I didn't know back then really what it was because I was a kid. But like that's yeah. in my mind every time I saw it, I was like, I was like, what? At first, I was like, what are those for? And then when I was old enough to to know what those were for. I was yeah. like, why would you? Um, yeah. Yeah, I had a homie back in fifth grade. Like, I was in fifth, he was in sixth. And he used to bring him to school. And for, like, I don't know why he did this, but for, like, recess, he'd pull him out and then he'd blow him up. Why why he put his lips on that, I don't know. But he'd blow it up to, like, full. And then he'd twist it. And then he'd walk around the the schoolyard just, like, poking girls in the butt. So, wow. I'm going to tell you something. Real juvenile, but, you know. This day and age, if that kid tried to do that, he would get suspended uh, for for sexual harassment, parents and bullying, and bullying. Yeah. Parents would get called. Potentially go, potentially would have to go to jail or at least talk to the peace officer on campus about it. Um, but yeah, they would they would definitely suspend him for for several days in this day and age, um, just because of the way schooling and and. and stuff like that mm-hmm. change, even though it's all fun right 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 but you know in in his mind i guess but in this day and age 
that would happen. But now I, I was gonna say, man, I know this is this is TMI for this is TMI for for either of us knowing you know knowing this info about each other. But a um, couple years back, I got the snip snip, man. You got the hoo hoo, you know, the snip snip. Oh, so uh, yeah, yeah. I, one of my friends' husband got that done, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just I just never wanted to. I'm gonna tell you what, man. In my mind, it was like a mental block for a long time. Like, I, I never wanted to do it. To like, initially, you know, before I did it, or whatever, I was like, why, why would I? You know, I, I mean, but um, is it? I, no, it's too too much information. I don't. It's like I want to well, know, but I don't want to know. When I'll tell you this, you know, it the procedure the procedure is very awkward. Because you're awake when it happens. I'm like clenching that my legs. Weird. I'm clenching my legs together right Go, now. I'm clenching my legs too, and it's already <laughs> happened. You know, I'm up here puckering everything. But the, the procedure is very awkward when it happens because you're sitting there, and the doctor's sitting there, and he's like, you know, this. I mean, this this like him. This like him, like you know, scrambling some eggs or something like that. You know, this is like him. You know, making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Like he do this thing every day, and it's easy. Oh, you know, oh, right? like that. Okay, okay. That I thought you had <laughs> oh, no. like. He's like. <laughs> That was a bad analogy, right? Okay. But no, this is like him, you know, this is like him doing something that like he does every single day. It's like okay. walking All down right. the street for him, right? All right. Um, you know, mm. or her, whoever your doctor is. Mm. But mm. yeah, and you know, they're just like talking to you, you like talking, oh, how's your family? Blah, 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 you know, like all this stuff. And like you can, and like, okay. And, and you know, while they're in the middle of talking about how your family is or like what's your occupation, he's like, Okay, now I'm going to um, make an incision, and then and then or you know like like you know obviously it's like he's gonna what is it he uh, he uh, they they numb it and then they make an incision and they do How all do they the numb stuff it? that they do they with a needle well you, or some um, cream if I remember correctly they had like some stuff that they brushed on it okay so there was no needle thankfully but they brushed on it like I swear and they, they're like yeah and then dude talk. And this has to be the most awkward conversation for these doctors all the time because they know you're sitting there with your junk wide open and they're, you know, it's, and, and you are probably super, uh, what's the word? Um, super, um, uh, nervous and, and it's awkward to you because this isn't something that you do every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they, uh, you know, he's going through and making small talk, you know, and you know, like by the end of it all, you're like, man, yeah, let's, yeah, hit me up later on. You know, we'll, what? We'll, we'll go hang out. Like, like, like the way the way that they talk to you is like they become your friend over the course of the time, knowing good well you ain't never gonna talk to him again unless it's an actual friend, right? But no, nah, man. And even if it was one of my friends and I was a doctor to do that, I wouldn't be able to do it. <laughs> my friend, I'd be like, no, 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 no. I'm gonna pass you on to Leon. Um, but no, it, it's a very awkward situation. Um, when when the procedure is complete you know there's like one or two there's like one stitch like they they get up in there with these tiny tools they do the thing there's like one stitch and they're like all right you know take take like don't do anything for like the next you know couple of days like just go and take it easy so then you get the bag of frozen peas and you sit it on your lap and you just sit there and do nothing people get you know like like you have your family take care you get stuff for you and then they're like, you know, you can't have, you know, you can't have sexual relations for like a month or something. So that was a difficult situation. So that 
But Ugh. when it's when it's when it's done, I'll tell you what, man. The first time diving back in, and you know you're all healed up. Initially, you sort of have you know you're sort of like, uh, what's the word? You're sort of um, you're sort of shy, trigger shy, if you will. Uh, this hurts. And then after after that happens, as long as nothing goes wrong, because they're like, hey, if something goes wrong after the first shot come back and let us know immediately right um wait wait what do you mean then, the first uh, shot like like when you when you when you try to when you dive back in to try to have intercourse again if something goes wrong during that time then you have to call them immediately like what could right? go wrong like well the nothing the, the, the seal could break let's just say that your stitches seal. could break your stitches could break <laughs> the uh the uh you know the the uh the the procedure that they did inside of there to close up those tubes or whatever mm. could, you know, could potentially break. And, and if it causes, it's they they basically say if okay. they're if the if the stitch breaks or if it causes any pain that you wouldn't have had prior to the to the surgery, then call them back. Okay. Or if you notice anything down there that is that is weird, then call yeah. them back. Otherwise, if all seems good. Keep I have so many child. questions. Keep shooting up the club. So, thankfully, I got to keep keep shooting up the club. Wait, wait, wait. So, uh, all right. So they don't. So they close off a tube, right? Is that correct? Yeah, they they basically you, close off whatever tubes uh, that uh, provide the. Um, what is it? There's something in there where they where they like shut down the the tubes that provide the 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 the, the semen production to the semen, yeah, that, that give them life. But you could still shoot, like oh, still okay, 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 okay. They just they're just not yeah. swimming. That's so. what I that's what I I, I wanted to know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if if like they close it off, but then you just keep producing the semen, and then your balls just get like. <laughs> <laughs> No. Okay. No, 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 no. That's why I'm asking questions, man. I I, I want to know. This is that's another thing. So like during like the one month or whatever it is period <laughs> that you can't have intercourse, you're supposed to test it out by yourself. Let's just say that you're supposed to test it out by yourself, okay. like at some point in time, to make sure stuff actually shows up and comes out, to make sure you still got shots and the shots actually fly out. You know. <laughs> Make sure, make sure the book, make make sure the gun isn't holding the bullets, and there's no jam. They're, they're, as long as there's no jam, they're they're shooting bullets. They just don't have uh, gunpowder in them. Well, yeah, exactly, exactly, something exactly. like that. Because you need gunpowder um, you know, to shoot. But it's like it's yeah. it's like you're on a movie set and you have one of those uh, dummy you know, guns those with guns blanks. That, yeah, and yeah, every every I mean, so often somebody gets killed with one of those. Actually, no, it's, it's more like. <laughs> That's a terrible analogy. No, it, it's more like it's more like rubber bullets compared to live ammunition. I mean, they still hurt, but you know, uh... it still hurts, but it's not going to deliver the the effect that the other one would have. Okay, okay. You still feel the gun shooting. You wow. can still feel that gun shooting. You still, you got that kickback, and you're like, mm, you got that recoil. That recoil is yeah, it's like bam, ooh, yeah, ooh. But I, uh, and and you know, and the, the person that is hitting is like, oh, but but there's still a small chance that 
that uh, initially I think somebody yeah, I think could get said, pregnant from it. Yeah, I think they said like initially like the first. I think at that time it was like the first year or something like that or six months. I can't remember. There was still a, a possibility, but uh, you know sure. after that time frame, you know it wouldn't go. So basically, they said like the first couple times you go back in, wear a condom just in case. Um, and and yeah. you know. But uh, and and yeah, man. But I'll tell you that was that was one less expense that I had to uh, account for every month. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, it was common. So I, it's uh, weird. Yeah, the whole I'll, process is weird. But that's also when you get to the point where you think in your mind, you're like, all right, you know, either some people do it for medical reasons. Obviously, some people do it just because they they believe that they are done having kids. You know. Um, so yeah, mm. it, it you know it, it's 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 one of those things. But it's reversible. Can, can it be reversible? Like it is reversible. It okay. is. Gotcha. Um, it's not a. It's not like it's it's a little bit longer procedure if you want it reversed. Um, and and they would actually put you under so you wouldn't be there feeling everything. But it is possible to be reversed. I'm still um, feeling it. Yeah. See, this is the difference, though. I think when women get that done, I don't think theirs is reversible. The tube side, yeah. Yeah, I, I believe that theirs is not reversible, whereas the men's is reversible. So that's the, I don't know, that's a big, but that, but I also do know, like, some women, when they have a baby, uh, you know, in the operating room, if they, you know, if they've decided, you know, that they are done. Uh, they will have the doctor deliver the baby, do like that whole initial stuff, and then the doctor goes back in and ties the tubes. And ties right the in. tubes, right? Um, I, I've also heard of of a lady, you know, getting pregnant and having a baby, and then her husband, uh, you know, going and getting his thing procedure done, like right then after the baby's out, you know, as well, like same day or something like that. Can you imagine though? Can you imagine being a dad? You know, like like. Your baby pops out, and then your wife's like, "All right, uh, I'll see you later." Or you know, I'll, like, "How you doing over there?" And you're sitting in the other chair next to her, in the other bed next to her, getting this thing done. <laughs> I couldn't imagine that happening in the same moment. Like we, you know, we had nah. to wait a while before, before I was ever before. First of all, before I ever even considered doing it, and second of all, bef- before you know, I was comfortable with having a you know with researching it before i was comfortable with having a conversation with the doctors that did it like all this stuff i have a my wife has a a, a friend from back home in texas um who you you met that couple before at some point at our mm-hmm. at our old house but um the wife always wanted the husband to do it and he's like no get your tubes tied i don't want to do that to myself and she's like, well, you know, this is how hard the procedure is for me, blah, blah, blah. And there's like health risk and I could die from it, you know, getting the tubes tied, you know, whereas it's a lot lower risk for the guy. And he was like, well, what if you die? And I want to have kids with somebody else in the future. Wow. <laughs> I was Dang. like, Dang. I was like, bro, come on, man. Like you, you took it there. Anyway. Yeah. So uh, the moral of the story is I, I don't. The moral of the story is. um Use condoms. Stay, stay safe. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Um, ooh, that 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 took a turn. That did well. 
yeah, it took a turn from Jamaica celebrating uh anniversary and birthday mm-hmm. to possible pedophilia uh, <laughs> <laughs> to uh getting your uh, man tube tied. Yeah, took a turn sort of like the way it's hanging. Anyway, um <laughs> to the left. <laughs> to the left, to the left. Um anyway, yeah man. So oh, wow. My, my question for you right now on to a whole different subject is well, I mean, you know, maybe this is something that you've thought of a skill, you know, mm. a, a talent. But what is one and I'd love to hear from the, the, the listeners out there, what is one skill or talent or profession uh that you've always wanted to learn to be good at, but you've never had the opportunity? Uh the opportunity or or you never or you never have whatever you've mm. never been able to get good at this you've never been able to learn it or study it or or practice it you know uh, or you just see like you just you see other people who do it and you're like man that would be so dope if i could do that but you just there's there's a few things so mm-hmm. there's the art of negotiation i've okay. seen people who can negotiate and sell anything like mm-hmm. crazy just super super duper just business driven uh you know just to get things done there's that mm-hmm. there's the art of super uh super confidence so i'll just say it like this i had a friend back in high school he could pull any girl that he you know that he sees and i mean anyone is this the one called mark this is the one called Mark. This is the legend of the uh, legend of Mark. The legend of Mark. The legend yes. of Mark. I have seen him get numbers and pull women in less than like five minutes, and it's always been an art form to me. For him to it have like, to have that much confidence to just yeah. we could just be walking in the mall. I remember this one time we were just walking in the mall, and I could just see at my corner of my eye he just took a left, boom. And I'm like, where's this fool going? Straight into the store, see some some chick, and just just went chatter up and mm-hmm. we got the number and he did his thing. So, yeah. this is also the same man that got Beyonce's phone number. Yes, before she became the Beyonce. Before she became the had the Beehive, you know. Was she still a part of Destiny Child back then? Yes, yes, she was still. This was the original. Dang. The original f- starting four of Ooh. Destiny's Child. The original starting four. Wow. So, uh, yeah, that, you know, so, yeah, his confidence. That's, that's one that's, right there. That's a superpower, mm-hmm. I feel. And I didn't start to to really build into this, this confidence until I got to college and mm-hmm. even beyond. Now, now I feel like I'm, I'm kind of like at a level where I probably should have been you know long ago mm-hmm. uh and then playing lastly just the art of not giving a fuck <laughs> that is an art right there. that is an art form. you just don't care at all you just out there but i do care i have a big heart so yeah i care a lot yeah there's it's there's a there's a certain i don't know there's a certain personality trait that is ingrained into your body Mm. just not care at all you just say whatever you know what i'm trying to say mm. um yeah so i get where you're coming from I'm trying to think those are all really good ones um there's a couple that that i 
there's a couple that I can think of. One of them is sort of like, one of them is persistence with things that I'm not as passionate about. Things that I'm passionate about, especially like, you know, I'll say this, when it comes to like my company, there are certain things that I'm super passionate about. As soon as I get my mindset on that, I want to make this change or I want to create this product or I want to, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. I'm like, all right, let's get it done. You know, and, and I don't know why, but like in my mind, and I think it's probably like my, my dad had this mindset, you know, if it was something that he wanted, he was like, let's make this happen right now. He's like, he could he couldn't, for some reason he couldn't always, and I know I can't always see, or I can't, I don't want to acknowledge the process between A and Z. I just want to go from A to Z right now, you know, and, yeah. and thankfully over time, a little bit, I've, I've, I've realized that, but that stuff that, but that's what stuff that I uh, uh, am super passionate about, but the other things, the fringe things, some of those things, I wish I had that same, you know, passion for consistently pushing to get it done immediately, you know, and and you know and it's not in a not in a hurtful way not in a uh, not in a like an annoying way it's just like just having that you know you know mindset of persistence all right let's get this done i don't care how long it's going to take I, I wish i had that more and, I, and that's something i think that maybe a personality trait that you could change over time um so you know i'm working on that working on that a lot uh but then the other thing and what made me think about this was I saw, I don't know, I saw like a, a TikTok or, or, or something like that Instagram video of somebody DJing. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because a couple of weeks ago, um, I think the week before we went out of town, uh, we had a, uh, we had a, at our company, we had a be for everyone week. Um, and so therefore they brought people from all these different walks mm-hmm. of life to come in and talk to us. And present to us, etc. One of them was Trevor Noah, which I sent you an image from that, which was super yeah, yeah, dope. Yeah. Yeah, um, cool. That dude, that dude is amazing. Like, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if he's. I don't. He's the type of person where you see like it, it seems like whenever he's talking to you, and he's not like on the Daily Show, that he's like actually talking to to you as a person. Mm. You know, and it seemed like most of the stuff he was talking about because he was talking about his childhood. He was talking about, you know, all this other stuff, stuff he has to deal with every day on TV and the politics and all this other stuff that he comes up with in his comedy. That it seemed like he was talking to you like a genuine person rather than like being, you know, live. You know what I'm trying to say? Like on camera. So that was cool. And then also there was a DJ um, that was sort of, you know, running music before we got the talk from Trevor Noah and then the other people and running sort of music, like in the little, like in between sessions while we we're waiting for other sessions. And she also had her own, um, she also had her own session, which basically talked about the art of DJing. Uh, and I saved it. I haven't had an opportunity to look at it yet just cause I've been mm-hmm. crazy busy working, but um, I saved it and I saw this video like yesterday. And this what brought this thought to mind, this question. It's like, man, I would love to learn how to DJ. I don't know why it it and the people who are good at it make it look so extremely easy yeah. and i know it's not you know oh, yeah. um i know it's not i've had like those little beat maker apps and stuff like that and i even had like a dj app at one point in time where you know it has like two little 
turntables on it or whatever. Get um, you one like this. It's my, oh. my my DJ equipment. Yeah, you got your little you got your little DJ. But yeah, do you use it? Have you used it? Have you, do you learn? Oh how yeah, to do it I've, yeah, I've well, there's the the art of DJing, which is mm-hmm. I think more than just playing songs and mixing. mixing. It's, crazy, it's, it's yeah. more it's more of controlling the crowd and 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 seeing what they're vibing to, and you could able to switch on and know the music to be able to switch. Like mm-hmm. I could blend, I could do, you know, different things like that on my my DJ uh, on my decks. Mm-hmm. But you know, as far as like DJing in a crowd, I don't know if I could do that. Yeah, not just yet. I'd have to practice for a long time. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. So, I mean, at least at least you at least you know. Yeah, I would I would love to learn how to mix and scratch. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, make it cohesive, like like basically make a cohesive show. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, like yeah. basically start to finish. Now this is the question. Since you since you have some DJ equipment, and since we you know we both are children of the the, the 80s, you know for for the most part, um, you know, and our and our music, you know, history or whatever. Do you? What what are your thoughts on people who use like an iPad to DJ versus people who use crates of like records, the boards? Yeah, the, the I mean not the board, but the decks and the and the records and and all that stuff. Uh, it's a lot easier for them because they don't they don't have to carry, and it's a great way to to bring around music because you could have thousands upon thousands of songs on your iPad that you could just connect to your. Uh, uh, what is that? Uh, that app for you know for your uh, turntable. I forgot the, I forgot the name of the app, but you could just connect your laptop, your Apple laptop, or your iPad, and you have thousands mm-hmm. upon thousands of songs yeah. versus having a crate with maybe twenty to fifty records or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, so I think it's a great way now, you know. Uh, yeah. So I, I have no no issues with it, you know. Yeah, I um. <clears throat> I don't know, man. I, uh, I I I used to, like I remember when people would first come out and they'd be like mad, like old school old old head DJs would be mad at newer DJs for for whipping mm-hmm. out an iPad. They're like, he's not DJing. He has an iPad where he has like thirty thousand songs. And in my mind, I was like, I mean, you know, he's not doing what you're doing, right? Mm-hmm. But he like the art of mixing music, the art of like you said, um, working the crowd. You know the art of the art of creating an entertainment experience. You know that's what that person was doing. So I'm like, mm-hmm. it's it's different, but it's it's the same in some in a lot of aspects. And I even like I even think about that when it comes to like like the uh, people people having issues with people with pellet smokers versus mm-hmm. charcoal smokers or wood smokers. And yeah. I used to be one of those people back in the day. And, I, and I've changed my tune just because I think I've had a longer opportunity to be able to use those types. You know, all I've, I've had more opportunity now to use so many di- ty- different types of cooking methods mm-hmm. that my mindset has changed, you know? And yeah. I'm like, you know what, whatever you use, as long as, as long as the product is good for you in the end, Yep. you know or your family that that's what it's all about um you know and and if you can if you can find some you know obtuse way to use smoke and fire to create you know your finished product that's good for you because not everybody can can afford you know yeah, a ten thousand dollar trailer offset which i want but you know you just can't <laughs> so. uh, 
Uh, one day, one day. Yeah. Anyway, one day, yeah, one day, one day, man. It's Franco. So that's good. Good, good answers from you. I like the question. Yeah. Would love to hear what the other people got to say. Mm-hmm. But hey, I know you had some other random stuff to get to. So, so you know, these are just random things I, I found before the show. So, <laughs> I saw this uh, this article, and I don't know if it has any validity, but there could. It says rumor. This is all a rumor, people. Disney is to race swap a number of X-Men for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Use cameos uh, from Fox Films as better bait, quote unquote, for fan interest. So, uh, what do you what do you think about race swapping nowadays? I know they do it for uh, did it for Little Mermaid, obviously, um, and there's some other characters too that they kind of swapped out the race. Domino, for instance, on X Men Two, which mm-hmm. I uh, not X Men Two, Deadpool Two, which I had absolutely no issue with. Just Domino. You know, yeah. so uh, yeah. What do you think about that for for iconic X Men characters? Mm, I think this is the problem that I have. I, I okay. How do I want to put this? Um, overall, overall, I do not have an issue with them swapping you know, swapping races depending on the character, right? Mm-hmm. If if you look at the storyline of the character or mm-hmm. you look at the history or, or origins, I guess, of the character, and this is Black Panther. Mm-hmm. He is from Wakanda in Africa. He is, you know, he is by all accounts a dark-skinned, you know, African man or woman, whoever it is, you know, who who this character is based off of and the history and everything that's one thing because that is specific if it is like shang chi right mm-hmm. um if it is mulan right mm-hmm. uh, those are s- characters specific to you know that region of the world asian you know that region of the world they were born that way that's what their culture is they live in those towns and even though in this day and age you Mm -hmm. can't say that black people don't live in asia right you can't say that white people don't live in africa right but south african white yes yes but the way the character exactly right Right. the way that the characters were were originally written Mm -hmm. this is what they are now with that being said if you look at somebody like jubilee on Mm x-men they didn't really say if she was white or black that's just the first character that yeah. they saw, you know. If you look at um, even it's Professor Asian. X, yeah, <laughs> yeah, even Professor X, mm, like yeah. uh, they they never said what professor who what, what race or culture Professor X was. Right. Um, they just you know pulled his backstory, and the first photo you see is a bald white dude, and then the first dude you ever see in a movie is Captain oh, Picard. God. Yeah, <laughs> you know, true. Yeah, so, so, so that, I think yeah, there's, yeah. I think there's, I'm sorry, I think there's characters like that that you don't really touch. Even Bishop, right? I don't think they ever really said Bishop was black. It's just like the first time you saw him, he was a big old huge black dude. But maybe they did. Maybe I'm wrong. But I'm just saying that there's a handful of characters where you can look at them and you can say, okay, that's fine. You can, yeah. you can, you can change them and it wouldn't be such a wild issue. Uh, some would be a little weird, like Black Widow. 
the Black Widow's Russian. And you know, uh, most of the time you don't see any Russians, right? Uh, Black Russians or Asian Russians, you know, even though, oh, no, 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 no. If you go to far east Russia and also far north, like the coldest place in the world, the town mm -hmm. up there, I can't remember the name of it because it's Russian, but there are a lot of Russians that have Asian, uh, Asian looking facial uh, uh, facial um, characteristics, you know, mm -hmm. the eyes, the, the the nose, the mouth, you know, the the face shape, you know, the skin, t the skin, the general skin tone, you know, which is like a fair skin. There's a lot of those people on the far, far east side of Asia that that look like that. So potentially, you could see an Asian Black Widow, but uh, more more times than not. Some of those characters are entrenched in what they originally started. So that's my thought. What do you think? I think you're. I think you're on on point. Yeah, I think you're on point. Uh, I think something I just recently seen along with this article was that. Uh, so, Kiki Palmer, for instance, she dressed up as Rogue for Halloween, and some fans. Mm -hmm. She even tweeted Marvel. She's like. You know, hey, I'm here, ready for the role. She looks great as Rogue. Mm -hmm. um, That's cool. She looks great as Rogue. So people started. Do you have an image? You know, I'm gonna see if I can uh, find. Let it. me see. Kiki Palmer as Rogue. So people started talking, uh, saying, "Oh no, Rogue's white. Rogue's white." We'll and try to pull it. Here we and go. as you, uh, as you, you mentioned, you know, first thing we see. Growing mm -hmm. up in the cartoon, X Men cartoons, even in the comics, was that she's portrayed as white. But then I started reading into it, and I read mm -hmm. a, I read a little blurb about it. How originally the creator of Rogue said she go. was supposed to be dark skin, you know, like mm -hmm. a, I guess a black woman, mm -hmm. supposed to be portrayed. Ah. But the artist, whoever drew her, maybe didn't drew get the memo. White lady. Uh huh. Yeah, maybe didn't get the memo. And she's always been portrayed as, I guess, white for the, for the, uh, since for the then. fans. Yeah. So, you know, that's interesting. So the original writer, uh, you know, had one thing in mind, but the artist did not translate that. Yeah. And I'm trying to see where I saw that at. I can't remember where I saw that at. Um, so if any fan, anybody listening knows exactly what I'm, I'm, uh, alluding to please please uh comment or uh you know leave us a message voicemail all that other stuff you know so mm -hmm. yeah and along with that act that professor x talked they actually talking about uh giancarlo esposito playing mm -hmm. the new professor x i have no mm. problem with it. he's a he's a great actor you know yeah um, you know so i don't know if this is all like a hundred percent true mm -hmm. but it'll be great uh you know in this this marvel this comic book universe man it's it's tough to to uh get people to to stand behind like race swapping you know mm -hmm. i'd say maybe on some smaller smaller characters mm -hmm. it'd be kind of weird seeing seeing cyclops played by i don't know uh, a brother yeah you know it, it'll be kind of weird or maybe Wolverine played by somebody else, Jordan mm -hmm. Peele or somebody. That would mm -hmm. be funny. Uh, that would be random. 
that yeah, would be that'd the be, oddest. That'd be super random. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Yeah. But you know, uh, yeah, it's it's just one little thing. I even read recently how was his name Yahya Abdul Mateen the second. He's gonna be playing Wonder Man mm-hmm. in I the Wonder know who Man series. He he is who? Oh, where can I say where he starred in? Yeah, uh, yeah. Abdul Mateen, this guy. I know. Oh, that yeah. guy. Okay. He was it? Yeah, he was in the latest Candyman movie. He's I that know. guy. Uh, yeah. I know. So, you. Yeah, that guy. So yeah, so it's a bunch of talk. People like it, and then they don't like it. You know, you can't please everybody. Is the, the, the bottom thing. line. So. That's the thing. Oh yeah, here's your watchman. So you know. I'm going to say this, man. Um, first of all, seeing her as Rogue, you know, I don't I don't think that's much of a stretch mm-hmm. the way they have it there. And even some of the other images like this image here, you know, mm-hmm. Rogue is a little yeah. dark skinned. So, you know, maybe that's when the right when the when the writer finally told the, the artist, you know, hey, bro, mix in a little more tint to that skin, you know, put a little more chocolate in there. But um some of the, some of those it makes sense. Some of those it's a little different. But I, I was gonna say, what was it? Uh, which character is it? Um, yeah, there's some characters like that. that I think you you don't you look at the people who are. I, I guess this is the this is the problem with nowadays, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. There might be more character actors than traditional like actors right character actors are people who can create any character right they can they can be anybody mm-hmm. anytime you know you you just throw a different thing on them it's like there's several um you know there's several older actors that that you know every time they get on they get on screen they could be somebody totally different and you know you don't expect the same thing from them like like tom cruise is not one of them tom cruise is not a good character actor because normally he plays Tom Cruise, you know, Um, you know, the rock, he is also not really one of them because yeah, you always sort of, yeah, you always sort of like see him being the rock, you know, like he always has that thing about him. Um, I'm trying to think of a good character actor off the top of my head. Gary Oldman, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm trying to think of some good women. Uh, who was it? Was it? What do you think Tyson? about? Uh, I think she was pretty good. Um, what's my man's name? Uh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp, perfect example, right? Perfect example for for the long well for the longest time, you didn't see him as Jack Jack Sparrow. You mm-hmm. saw him in like Twenty One Jump Street, that TV show. You saw him in other random movies, and he was like different every single time mm-hmm. um you know what's his what's my man's name uh Lakeith stanfield mm-hmm. right that dude is a really really good character actor even though even though he has this same sort of like like unassuming you know like shtick that he does you know low-key type of but you can see him in sorry to bother you you can see him in get out yeah you can see him on uh on atlanta uh, etc yeah, and he is good, and he is a different person every time. So I think that is the thing, right? You have people that can do that, that can really change up, and and just because I mean, like, okay, Will Smith, right? Will Smith, mm-hmm. this dude has been a lot of different things, 
but most of the time you get the same character you know mm -hmm. he, he used to be the same like sort of fresh princey type of character and then as he got older everything he does now he still looks like a similar character to what he did the only time that he did something that was way out of the box that you finally were like wow this is amazing that he did this was the one that we did when he did it with his son and they were like the homeless dad he was like the homeless oh, dad. Uh, um, pursuit of happiness yeah that was the time where you're like i mean i don't know if he won an oscar for that but he should have because mm -hmm. that was the moment when he finally did something that wasn't like actiony wasn't comedy wasn't like you know the shtick that he had so all this all this big whole talk being said when you go back to like these x-men characters you know john krasinski was playing like was it mr fantastic or whatever right john krasinski the guy from the office mm -hmm. um you know so but but you saw him as like the guy from the office you saw him as jim yeah. right yeah. so it, it's hard nowadays i think it's very hard for for people to suspend their disbelief to think and believe that this person who normally plays this character in some other movie type or something like that can be something different also on top of that it's you know it's the whole question like you said like you know should this character be stay a black person or stay a white person or stay Asian person, whatever uh, you know why are they having this black lady play this white character you know whatever but also you know there, there's a there's a lot of stuff mixed in like you know the origins like you said you know the writer wrote it as a black person but also there's other stuff where people just don't understand black adam was an egyptian right um mm. the rock is playing black adam he's half black half samoan but he, he could pass for egyptian you know he could pass for i don't know any any i don't know he can't necessarily pass for black on first look yeah you know it's like racial racially ambiguous yeah exactly racially ambiguous that's, that's a good word so you know so he could play black adam but i have a friend um uh which one day maybe hopefully we'll get him on this show because he uh he's a he's a sneakerhead too he's a pretty funny guy oh, cool. but he um he made a tiktok video one time because he he saw he saw uh he saw like the black adam like action figure in the store and he mm -hmm. was like he was like why is this character named black and and incidentally this guy's name is adam in real life right but he's like why is this why is this character named black adam and it's a white dude you know and i i explained to him like a little bit of the origin he's like oh, okay thanks but yeah there's some people who just don't know you know you have a lot of people who just will never understand and they may have seen the character like in comics or something like that, and they'll, they'll just never know until they actually get to get to read through it. Rogue, though, Rogue would be an interesting origins. Um, I'd love I mean, to her, see a Gambit yeah. origins. Gambit, I would love that because they're both Southerners. Mm -hmm. uh, Gambit's Rogue's Louisiana, name. isn't he? Yeah, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Rogue, I don't know where she's from, but her name Anna Marie LeBeau. That's definitely yeah, she is South. Yeah, that's she's, definitely she's from the South. Florida. Mississippi, Alina, North uh, North Florida, Georgia. Alabama. I think I, I would I would Lebo That's that's more French. That sounds, so that sounds that's, Louisiana. Then. Yeah, that sounds like that Mississippi Louisiana uh, yeah. connection right there. So. She's from she's from she's from St. Landry Parish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not yeah. be surprised. Yeah. 
no but anyway yeah i mean that'd, that'd be uh good to see a different one you know because i don't think i'm trying to think in the movies she really didn't have a big presence she was paint played by anna paquin is that mm-hmm. her name anna paquin mm-hmm. so you know i don't I, I don't think you know swapping her out for a movie role would be interesting yeah i think i think at this point it's been long enough since yeah the first set of x-men movies came out that mm-hmm. i think you can do the switch now that's the thing you can't i mean it, it would be hard to, to turn captain america from what we know it into mm-hmm. like a black or an asian captain america even though i know that's sort of how it went in the comments and and you know falcon or, or somebody else you know changed yeah. into captain america I yeah. think as far as like the movie standpoint, the, the, the mainstream movie standpoint, it would be very hard to change him, even though now the story has has gone along far enough that we know original Captain America, you know, dropped his power so he can roll with his, you know, whatever. Um, and so he's basically done. So, yeah, maybe you can make a change. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But I'll say this, though. Um Looking at her as rogue looks good. If the if these are actual images, like studio images that she took, yeah, I think they were just like it's some a bad photographer. <laughs> I like her wig, man. I think it looks nice. I, I don't. I don't like it. It's too much of a wig. Like you can tell, like it it's doesn't look poofy. natural. Yeah, it does too poofy. But then yeah. you look at Rogue's hair. Rogue's hair is like that too. So I mean, like from yeah. the comic, but like yeah. her, like this just looks. It looks. It too looks much. like a wig instead of looking like. Instead of looking more natural, so so I don't like the wig, but I, I yeah, like. The I mean, I, I'm I sure. I'm sure good. if she does get the part, they'll oh, they'll, edit they'll try to do her right. justice. But we'll uh, we'll reserve reserve judgment. <laughs> judgment. Yeah, because you know how it is when you get uh, a, a black actress in mm-hmm. the white seat of the makeup chair and you know hair chair. I don't I don't know if it always goes right. Mm-hmm. With a uh, you know some other uh, hairstylists, yeah, know, yeah, of yeah, another yeah, race, they yeah. may not know how to handle black hair. I would hope, I would hope that Disney at this point, especially having done mm-hmm. multiple Black Panther movies and having multiple <laughs> multiple cultures of actors uh, within a lot of different, you know, Disney, uh, 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 you know, shows and movies. I would hope they have somebody that could do black hair and makeup. But I remember, I remember back in the day when I used to do a lot of on camera work. You know, it, it was interesting because there's a couple of those times where I got people who didn't have any black people makeup, and so they would just give me like the darkest thing that they had, and they would put that on me. Um, and then finally, there was a couple times where I had, you know, for, for either photo and photo shoots, and then also uh, some some. TV projects uh, where they the people like whipped out their 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 uh, makeup case, and I was, I made a comment. I remember making a comment like, "Oh, you got black people makeup," and I remember <laughs> one of the makeup artists like, "Yeah, I got what? What are you talking about? Like, doesn't everybody have it?" And I'm like, "No." Uh, so you know, it was, it was a fun conversation. That's yeah, funny. Um, that's pretty. I remember funny. those days. I remember those days. So yeah, it, it's a thing. But I hope this day and age, Disney with their budget would have it. Uh, I wouldn't. They should. They should. I wouldn't expect you know the Texas lottery to have that budget or something like that. So, Ooh, like I used man. To Speaking so. of the Texas lottery or Powerball, <laughs> mm-hmm. one point nine 
billion dollars. Dang. Are you buying your tickets? I would love to buy my tickets, but I'd have to drive uh, four four hours and 45 minutes south. What? Two hours west, about two uh, hour and a half, two hours east, or about three hours north to get to get a Powerball ticket because Utah doesn't do the lottery. Oh, that sucks, man. They don't participate in the lottery, so I'd have to go out of state. Now, with that being said, if that Powerball keeps rolling around Thanksgiving time, I am supposed to go south uh, to my mother-in-law's uh, to the mother-in-law's house that's in southern Utah. So, and I am planning. On driving over and you know driving over into Arizona, wherever it is, Nevada, where it is, where I can you know grab some inexpensive alcohol. So maybe, just maybe, maybe Dang. just maybe. One point nine. What would you do with one point nine million dollars? One point nine billion. 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 Billion with, with a B. With the first B. question is: Do you with take B. the payout or do you take the the twenty year? I hear whatever two different things. I hear two different things. So I hear if you take the payout, the one big payout, you're going to get taxed at least 30 to 40% or something like that. Mm-hmm. But if you take the annu- annuitized payments, mm-hmm. you're going to get taxed on that every year. So yeah. it's like, what do you take? Yeah, I, I think the thing is, okay, Lo, here we go. Here we go. I have it right here. So I'm reading it. So Powerball lumps some payout versus annuity right mm-hmm. um dang it what happened okay here we go so whoever wins the powerball lottery jackpot can choose to receive the powerball payout in one of two ways they can receive the prize as an annuity which would be paid in 30 graduated payments over 29 years or they can receive the prize money in a lump sum payment um most rod blah, blah most lottery winners choose the lump sum payout. Reportedly, it's been about eight years since a winner has chosen the annuity option. In either case, mm-hmm. while $1.9 billion is a bunch of money and nine point, I mean, $929.1 million is a lot of money, a lot of cash, Monday's lucky Powerball winner, if there is one, will also be looking at some hefty tax bills. Let's see. One of those tax bills be from Uncle Sam, and depending on where the Powerball winner lives, another could come from the state. The exact amount of tax the winner will have to pay depend on the factor including, depend on factors including the payout option that the winner chooses in the applicable state tax rate. Here we go. Uh, some states don't tax lottery winnings. Other states that do have tax rates for lottery winnings um, that generally range from 3% to almost 11%. So the amount of money that the Powerball jackpot winner will walk away with Will be a lot less than the world record 1.9 that splashed across the lottery headlines. Uh, let's see how much of Powerball winning is taxed. Uh, let's see here. Um, okay, here we go. So the IRS withholds 24% of the winnings on top with the Powerball jackpot if the winner opted for the lump sum cash value of 929.1 million, they will be subject to federal income tax at the top tax rate which is 37 percent so that's for all the people who are billionaires and you know like like, i don't know like seven or eight digit millionaires right that are in the country Mm -hmm. the lottery winnings would be reported on the powerball jackpots winners uh 22 tax return um let's see here federal income tax bracket 
applies to single filers who have more than 500. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Uh, on the state side of things, most states lottery winnings as income. Oh, they, they treat it as income for tax purposes and the tax rates vary by state, but the billion dollar jackpot winner state could still amount a hefty sum on the world record side of the money. So, yeah. So basically one thing that we know is 37, if you take the lump sum, 37%. Yeah. Is that, yeah. That's like a 30, that's, that's a lot of money. That That is a lot of money. And then maybe up to 11% uh, also. So, you know, you walk away, you, you wouldn't walk away with 929 million. You probably walk away with, I don't know what 37% of that is because I don't have my math cap on, that's, but that's, that would be like, you know, 300 million, right? Right? 37%. 37%. Maybe three hundred fifty million. Let's see how much it is. Zero 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 zero. One point nine billion equals. No 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 no. It would be off of maybe oh. taxing them taxing them off of the nine twenty nine point one million. Nine twenty Thirty-seven percent. Point thirty-seven equals. Oof. So you take off. Hmm. That ain't that ain't thirty-four million. That is not thirty-four million dollars. It's got to be more than that, huh? Let's see, nine twenty-nine. One two. Nine twenty-nine. Or is that three million? Well, that's three hundred. That's three hundred forty-three million that's how much that would be taxed no 343 million is oh is it that is yeah dang that's, that's how much you'd be taxed yeah. 343 million wow so mm. 343 767 million and we'll say subtract that from 929.100 i'm sorry i don't know why i put a point in there yeah, one so zero 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 five five hundred yeah, so you come around. away with five hundred eighty-five million. This is before the state taxes, and let's just say, let's unless just say, you're Texas. <laughs> yeah, unless you're Texas, let's just yeah. say your state taxes you eleven percent, which wow. is sixty-four million. So five eighty-five. Let's see here. Math lessons, people. Five eighty-five. Wait, I'm giving y'all some math on this Sunday morning. Five eighty-five. Three three three. Zero zero. So let's just say, so you'd, you'd come away with 520 million, almost $521 million if your state taxed 11% on top of the other. So I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I would take that lump sum, forget the annuity. Um, yeah. Over I would take, 30 years, 29 years. You because, because you still, this, this is the thing. Yeah, over the 29 years. This is the thing, though, bro. Like, I look at it like this. We know what the tax rate is today, but we don't know what the tax rate will be next year, mm, next true. president, five Very presidents true. down the line, whatever it is. You don't know what that's going to be. So when you know what it is today, you take that today mm -hmm. because you know yeah. if you look at inflation, you look at the U.S. as a whole, you know taxes have raised constantly, sure. consistently over the course of time. So I would yeah. take that lump sum, that yeah. five hundred and twenty million—that's a half a billion dollars. Yeah. And the, who's to say, with your new reckless lifestyle, you're gonna live twenty nine years? Bruh. I mean, like for real. 
but and and you know there's, there's always like you know these lottery change my life in a negative way stories for these people mm. but um i would say this man um i would take that i would you know obviously invest the majority of it um yeah. to where i know that i'd be able to make a return on my money to mm. where maybe a couple years down the line i'm sitting almost at a billion what I what I would have won in the first place. You know what I'm trying to say? So, you know, you put it into some type of investment portfolio where you know that that money is consistently going to be coming back. Like it's like I, I used to do this when I worked at credit unions, but people put their money in a money market savings account where mm-hmm. you know that money is always gonna get you're always gonna get dividends off of it. And that money is not like it's not like it, you always have access to it and there's no like question about what's happening with the money it's always there if you use a cd then you know if you use the cd then it would be like a uh, they used to call it certificate of deposit but also certificate of depression because your money return is not that large and you also it's not liquid most of the time you either had to have it in like a one month or you know several month or multiple year like account and it was frozen if you try to take the money out before a certain time, you either wouldn't get your dividend or you'd have to get, you know, like uh, you'd have to get a reduced or tax dividend, something like that. Uh, yeah. But then there's other investments where you could throw it in there and, you know, they invest in businesses and stuff like that. So I would I would put it in a place where I know I get my money back uh, you know, and, and build or you know, I know that I build money off, off of it. But also make it liquid enough to where I can pull it out. And then a chunk of it, I'd say maybe like. I don't know, like, I don't know, 20 mil or whatever it is of the 520 mil to start. I would do some stuff to be able to take care of my family and take care of my kids' education and also put away a nest egg to say, hey, once you hit this certain age and, you know, after you graduated college or maybe you've been working for X amount of years, you know, Mm -hmm. you can access these funds and use them to whatever you want to do with them. Right. So that would be for my kids, you know, obviously take care of my wife and I. And then also I would look at my family members and I would, I'm just the type of person where I would do that. But I, yeah. I would also say, hey, this is it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna drop this Don't meal. Ask for no more. I, I'm gonna Don't drop this no meal on you. And, and that's that, you know, for now. I, I'm, I'm nice, uh, but you know, this is, you know, this is what I've allocated. If you want it, you want it. If you don't, you don't. Uh, but but this is typhoon in the strip club, and then but then you know I I will say this too. I'm the type person, and and I don't I don't think I don't know I I don't know if I would I don't think I would change. But I'm the type person where I would say you know what if I see somebody going through some absolute dire straits where they needed it or else you know it was like a life and death situation as my family, and I've already dropped a million on them like I said I would, I I would take care of you know I'm I'm that type person, but. I would have enough, what do you call it, um, enough, uh, uh, I guess, uh, enough discernment, if you will, to see if that was a true or false thing that they were going through, you know, mm-hmm. if it was real or fake, yeah. you know, if they were trying to get Man. more money. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would I would definitely do that because, you know, I didn't get here by myself, wherever I am. True. You know, true. My, my family Very brought true. me along the way a lot more, more than more than i brought myself in a lot of cases so yeah. i would i would take care of, but i would do that and then you know obviously i would there's several different um you know charities i would 
I would donate to and support, you know, on top of what I do now. And, and I mean, I don't know. I, I love the house that we live in right now, but you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed oh, to yeah. going and finding a plot of land, you know, in, in a beautiful area, um, you know, putting a house out there and then, you know, having it, having another place to live, you know, an opportunity to have another place to live just in case. Yeah. That's tough. That would be a tough thing because Texas, you have to, uh, if you win, Mm -hmm. there's no, uh, what is it called? Uh, anonymous, uh, Oh, they tell you who it was. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be there and be like, like hey, Jared just won one point nine billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta change your phone number and Bruh, everything. You gotta look out for all these brand new family members and the ones you hadn't seen since you were like five years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like, hmm, how what do, do, you, I do now? So whenever I'm sure you get Facebook requests from like random family members that you may have never truly heard yeah. of. Do you do you I, ever accept them or you just like let them go? Oh, they they just they just sitting there in the pending. Yeah, the pending. <laughs> you yeah. know, because I funny. see like there's like a bunch of uh, <laughs> like mutual friends. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. mutual friend. Uh, okay, I don't know you, but still, even classmates, man, mm-hmm. classmates that I I kind of sort of recognize their name and they request me. I'm like, mm, you got like fifty some mutual friends. <laughs> mm, I don't know you. <laughs> you yeah. Know, so, I'll just sit you to the side. I know what you need. Yeah. Um, I I'll look and I'll see if my mom, sister, and brother are friends with them already. Mm-hmm. Now I know that they're actual family members because they normally don't accept a friend request for from like a family member or friend unless unless they actually they truly know. know them. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people that they have met. Um, because they traveled to like Missouri or, 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 you know, somewhere else that I hadn't traveled to. And there's, and it's vice versa, the same thing. You know, I, I know people that they may not have met cause I met them when I was, you know, younger, but you know, I was old enough to remember them and they were like baby babies. And so, yeah, but I, I, I don't know. I, I do have a lot that are sitting out there in the, in the friend request zone still as well. And even earlier, I saw two friend requests come through one from a guy that I met at some of these competitions that I've done. Mm-hmm. For a Facebook friend, I'm like, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want you to be my friend like that, you know. And then there was another one that's just like a random person that, you know, definitely uh, an internet, you know, female scammer. Uh, so I deleted that one. Uh, but the other one, I just left them out in the friend zone because, like, unless, until I like see you again at an event or something like that, and I remember the, you know, what actual connection we have, I ain't gonna friend you. But yeah, what, what would you do with that that nine point two nine million after the one point nine billion? What is that? How much is that? So one point nine. So how much are they taking away from you off of the one? If you do the lump sum, that's twenty four percent. So that's like the the uh, what uh, one point nine. So that's like the twenty two nine. So that's like the. 70 million dollars that they're taking off the top that's that's what the government takes off the top that's why you get the lump sum of 929 and then the real question is what do they do with that bro that's another story who knows that, that's my real question too yeah but where does that go because it doesn't go back into the lottery does it <laughs> absolutely yeah. not uh what would i it probably Stitch. go into politicians pockets probably but anyway so. the state the do? state that won it you know the state that won it 
uh, is where that money goes. Yeah. And then I think yeah. even the store that sells the yeah, ticket the store gets a that ticket. sells the tickets, yeah, they get something. But what would I do besides break my family off first? Well, first off, <laughs> first you break up my family. <laughs> no, 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 I wouldn't break up my family. Uh, it's possible that that could happen that with some family. No, pay off all my bills first. That's yeah. first and foremost. Pay off my house, even though I'm probably get another one. Pay off my house. Pay off mm-hmm. my vehicles. Uh, any debts I have, pay that off first yeah. and foremost. Then, see how much I have. I would split it in half. Half for my wife, so she could do whatever she wants. You know, mm-hmm. split it with her family. Half for me, I could split it with my family however I want. You know. I'd start making a list. I'm writing down everything, kind of like I do Christmas lists. <laughs> Who's getting what for Christmas? I'm making so, a list. Uh, I'm checking it twice. I'm writing down names. It. Sound exactly. like J. Cole. So, yeah, exactly. I'd be doing all of that. Uh, definitely invest. Uh, what I invest in is the thing. Invest in property, possibly. That way, if I want to buy some land i could lease land out to all these companies trying to come you know in the area everybody's moving to texas mm-hmm. uh lease some land buy it then lease it definitely get me one nice house on a lot of land a lot of property okay uh put some money away from my kids are they going to go to college is the question yeah that's that's the thing i gotta i gotta uh figure out um i would love i always had this idea in my mind that i would love to go back home and just buy when i when people say buy the block i'd go and buy all the downtown from where i'm from Mm -hmm. renovate that and then start a uh not really like an after school program, but start some kind of program to get these kids from killing each other mm-hmm. uh, out there because crime is, is bad, as I've said many a times. Yeah, just, just to get them to have like a creative outlet, whether it be. Yeah, like a, like a community them, center or something. Something like that, but having them interested, get more interested in the, like the arts, like maybe filmmaking, photography, mm-hmm. uh, something to, to divert their creative, uh, get their creative juices flowing and not. Mm-hmm be out here doing stupid stuff so that type of thing see how much i have left because that all depends uh would i donate i probably would donate a little bit Mm -hmm. um you know and and just try my best not to spend it on foolishness yeah yeah and in your scenario in your scenario see this is how these rich people do it in your scenario you could count your community center or whatever you want to call it you could you could count that as your charitable outlet for your money so therefore Mm -hmm. you know you would be able to you'd be able to get you know whatever government kickback from the charity that you've done there um Mm -hmm. you know um it builds more wealth uh but yeah that's the that's a good man when you when you said you know find like you know some kind of thing for these kids to stop you know harm each other whatever like you know a place like that i always I, I just kept thinking of like all these different shows from like our childhood that were set in new york in the inner city for some reason and they'd always be talking about yeah i'm going up to the center you know like it was always like this place <laughs> called the center you know 
I know who you're talking about. It was a place about. called the center, right? That they would go to and they would go play basketball or cards or meet their friends up there. You know, it was that, that was funny. So that's that's what it would turn into. Um, yeah, yeah. So that, oddly that's, enough, that's speaking of speaking of where you're from, oddly enough, earlier this week I talked to somebody from a company um, that is based in Louisiana, and and it's a it's a product. I guess it's a product that I use for the for my business for Hooks and Spices that I'm 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 looking at actually you know bringing into some new stuff that I'm creating, and they're they're in Louisiana, they're mm-hmm. in New Orleans, but I was saying hey you know my family. You know, my family is from like Opelousas, uh, Washington, you know, that whole area in St. Landry Parish. And the dude was like, man, he was like, you know what, man, we have a, you know, we have a house uh, just outside of Washingtonville Platte. And I was like, oh, cool. OK. And he's like, yeah. And my wife, I guess he said his 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 wife's dad. So his, his father-in-law actually grew up in Washington. And I was oh, like, nice. well, how old is he? You know, because this dude, you know, he's not, he seemed like he was, you know, maybe a little bit older than me. But, yeah, he, he said, you know, the age range. And I was like, you know what? He probably was a little older than my mom, but he probably was the same age as my, as our aunt, you know, like our aunts and your dad, you know, a little mm-hmm. bit older. Um, but he's like that same age range. So I was like, they probably know each other because, you know, that town is so small. So they mm-hmm. the families knew each other. But I was just yeah. saying, yeah, I was like, you know, my, my grandfather... You know, and I, and this guy, he was from somewhere else down there in St. Landry. I can't remember uh, where he's from, uh, but he was like, he was like, yeah, you know, my, uh, I was saying, you know, my grandfather, you know, used to sell pecans and sweet potatoes, all this other stuff down at the markets in town. And he just yeah. started laughing because he was like, yeah, that's what my, you know, that's what my wife's family did too uh, down there. That's what his family did too. So it was just funny. Such a small world, even though I know Louisiana you know, is, is an even smaller world, you know, depending on family and, and the location that you're in. Um, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, but going back some time and especially going to that small town of Washington, I mean, it is like, like, it is literally like you blink your eyes and you're through the town if you drive through it. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. That, that was incidentally, you know, we were talking about where you're from and that's, that made me think of that. Um, but yeah, man, that's a good question that I, 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 there's a lot that you would have plans to do if you won something like that made that. me think of it. But the, re- the the instant reality of it is you would like, the first thing you could think of would be like, I'm going to go and get that Lamborghini that I've always wanted. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? Like yeah. there, there would be that, some frivolous spins up in there somehow. Oh, man. What do you think? 20-year-old me? Yeah. 20? Oh, at this age 20, now? Oh, 20-year-old. 20-year-old you compared to now? Bruh. 20 year old me would have a yard full of cars. I'd be so irresponsible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yard full of cars that I probably wouldn't drive. Mm-hmm. Uh, tons of clothes just to impress people that I have no business impressing. Mm-hmm. Uh, school. I probably would still go to school, but I'd probably be the flossiest, most swagged out drippiest person on campus mm-hmm. having all the negative attention towards me yeah uh yeah I, I would be super super irresponsible super irresponsible but first purchases now like i said pay off all my debts 
and it'll probably be a, another house, man. Yeah. That would probably be it. Okay. Another house. Yeah. 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 I um. I would say, man. Yeah. Like back in the day, me, I would have, I would have taken that money and probably moved to New York straight up. Uh, I would have bought a mansion because I was like, I'd be like, <laughs> I got all this money. Like, You'd have been living like Cliff Huxtable in a what? What do they call brownstone. it? Brownstone. Brownstone. Man, I'd have been killing it. A Brooklyn brownstone, bro. It'd have been over. Up, but, but in New York, I'd have been like in the Upper East Side because that's like where. The, mm. You'd have you had know. the penthouse yeah, in Manhattan. It, it'd have been a nice house, yeah. And then I'd have got me side by side with Trump. I'm t- uh, <laughs> bro. Don't, don't even. I, I would. I would not have. You know, back in the day before we knew about Donald Trump, I might have moved to Trump Tower. Oh back yeah. Then. But now that we know, I would have definitely moved out. Um, but um, no, I I, uh, I definitely would have gotten a really nice car. Um, I mean, clothes wasn't like a big thing for me back in the day, so I don't think I would have like gotten that many clothes. I probably mm-hmm. would have gotten, you know, some a bunch of nice shoes. I probably would have bought all the yeah. Jordans that I I, yeah. I wanted back Couldn't in the day. Get, yeah, yeah, and then um, and then I would also like in my house, every room would have had a TV, and also video game systems with all of the games all of the games for each system would have been purchased and located somewhere within the house so i could play them in any room on any tv i would have had a whole room that was literally just a trampoline room that could also be converted to a basketball court and a Mm. football and a football like a like a like a you know 30 yard football uh uh field it would have been a that multi-sport you, location. You would play right. by yourself. <laughs> yes, sadly. But no, I, I'd invite my friends and family over to hang out you and have play a, and, a, and do all that stuff. A harem, a harem of women and a, <laughs> a, a, a bevy of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it would have been both, actually. I'd have had both of them. Uh, and they would have been, they would have, you know, they would have been in two different. It would have been like house. the Playboy Mansion. That's what it would have been nah, like if I, I was twenty. I if I was I twenty years old, that would have been the the reckless me. Yeah, probably would have been the Playboy Mansion. I would have also had a room inside with a pool as an indoor mm. pool, but also an outdoor pool. I'd have two pools, both you know, heated, both heated, you know, mm. for both heated for her pleasure, um, and. Uh, <laughs> No, that that would have been that would have been that me if I had that much money back then, and the money would have went a lot longer. You know, it would have went it would have went farther back then, right? Twenty years ago, whatever. But um, mm-hmm. it, it, today me more conservative with bruh, the money. I mean, today me, I probably still would buy all the video game systems, and not all the games, yeah. but I would definitely buy Madden every year. <laughs> 2K every year because I, I don't do that anymore because you know it doesn't really change that much. Um, mm-hmm. I would have done that, but then also, uh, uh, you know, this day and age, I make sure that my house was paid off and my my property taxes, which are freaking insane. I hate property tax. My property mm-hmm. taxes, at least there was at least like a savings account just for property taxes by yeah. itself. You know that would also you know, be able to get dividends to build money on top of it over the course of time. So every year I don't have to worry about where my property taxes gonna be coming from or save for it. I just already I'm like, all right, here we go. Let's pull it out. Drop it right, in the bucket. Right, right, right. And then, you know, obviously taking care of the family and, and whatnot, like I said earlier. But 
Uh, you know, there'd have been a lot more concern. But I would, I would, you know, in this day and age, if I had that much money, I would buy one of those cars that I've been wanting. I, I'd spend, I, you know, I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna allocate 300k to a couple of cars that I've always wanted. I'd yeah. probably go back and get that 40 year anniversary Corvette that my dad had, uh, mm. you know, for a few years. Uh, I get that, uh, and then I would buy probably, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like the, um, you know, one of these, uh, uh, you know, one of these like nice supercars, you know. Koenigsegg CC is what I always wanted. How much is that? Five hundred. I'm looking at it. I, ooh, I'm looking at it now. Uh, I don't know. I think you just got a plain old order this car. Let's see, shop. Let's shop for a car. It's just let's Google shop shopping. Okay, let's see. They're not even called supercars. They're called mega cars. Wow. Um, I remember this car from back when I was like in grade school and had the little Trapper Keeper folder mm-hmm. with the car on it. And they don't even have a price on here. You probably just got a call. <laughs> you probably just got a call. But yeah. Uh, has like 1385 horsepower, so 1385 horsepower. Wow, uh, hypercar. But the crazy thing cars. is, yeah, you can't even. It's like, who's gonna service this thing? Mm-hmm. There's nobody that's gonna service it. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can't find a, uh, <laughs> I can't find a price to this thing at all. I'm just so just know that people, um. Uh, Price tag. Let's see. Price tag. Here we go. Three point six five million dollars. Okay, is what this car costs. That's not bad. I mean, you got five hundred twenty or five hundred twenty yeah, plus yeah, million. Yeah. You know that you're building. You know that you're gonna have some dividends to pull in, and you'll probably make that three million in you know yeah. three to six months off your dividend, yeah. bruh. Pretty, yeah, that's easy. Yeah, true. Maybe even less yeah. time than that. That's easy. See, that's like hold yeah. on, bruh. Hold on. Let me. I got that in my sock. Give me a minute. You know, but that saying. that would be my car that mm. I would I would go to. And the crazy thing is, uh, damn, only fifty of them have already sold in the U.S. That's it's crazy. Easy. So yeah, so this is a 2023 <sighs> model. So mm. the crazy thing is, what was I gonna say? Hell, I didn't lost my train of thought. I'm getting so old. Uh, I don't know, man. I I would this was I would love this car. It's like my dream, one of my dream cars. When I was when I was younger, man. Yeah, uh, that's that's cool. I would See, probably walk cool. into the dealership if there was a dealership, and nobody would help me out because I would be dressed so bummy. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's I the would, thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta look the part <laughs> if you want to drop three point six five. You gotta show up looking dollars. like James yeah. Bond. You know. You gotta show up with looking like money so this is the thing you either show up looking like james bond you know dapper in a beautiful nice suit you know what i'm trying to say or you show up looking like you know looking like uh little uzi vert with an entourage true you know what i'm trying to say diamond in my forehead yeah you you, it's it's one of the it's those it's two extremes right you can't be just like a dude walking in there in dockers and like a polo shirt that you bought from ross you know, and, and, and some new balance on like, you can't like, you can do that, but they're going to be like, like everybody going to be like, 
All right, who is like the lowest man on the totem pole right now? Y'all go help this dude and get him out here as fast as you can. You know? And they would be walking out with a great commission. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing, though. I, I think nowadays there's so many more people who are affluent who don't show it nowadays compared to maybe mm-hmm. back in the day. So this is that whole you can't judge a book by his cover situation. You know, because me personally, yeah. like I said, I'd, I'd probably buy some shoes. There's not a ton of clothes I would buy. Me personally, oh, yeah, I also would buy like, you know, I would buy that, you know, $20,000 barbecue trailer that i want and i would make i would make a whole garage just for like the cars and another garage like a, another garage mm-hmm. for like the uh like all the barbecue accessories and things but he, here's a crazy question i would have you. all that since you have your business now mm-hmm. you come into and we're going like too long on lottery we're fine 900 million dollars you've come into would you continue with that business or would you just say, eh, I had fun while it was there? I would continue with it. I would continue with it. I was keep I would keep it as a family business. Cause you know what? That money at some point in time is gonna get spent in the future. It's gonna get spent. And hopefully if you if you are smart enough, if I'm smart enough, I'm doing the proper investing to where it's gonna build upon it and it's gonna be generational wealth for people beyond, you know, me and my kid. But mm-hmm. I also even though there's a lot of stuff that I would want to do and travel these random places and all this stuff, I do also understand that there is uh, uh, there's something that this is what this will happen when people retire. There's something that you you've been doing for years that if you stop doing it, you'll feel a void in your life. So I would keep doing it, and I would bring out all the products that I've been wanting to bring out. I would finally hire. An amazing marketing agency you know i would i would hire a mark the marketing agency that like target has right true because target is like clean as a whistle you think of it it's a household name you you compare target to walmart right people compare target to walmart and you say which would you rather go to right which would you rather go to if you just had money to spend and you didn't care about yeah. You know, the price tag, which would you rather go to? Most people's minds think Target because it seems cleaner, even though honestly they sell exactly the same stuff. They sell the same stuff, they just put a different label on it and it goes to a different store. So I would get the same marketing agency that Target has or, or any any other brand like that that's such a well known, well respected brand. And I would say, Hey, here's my company let let's let's make it happen you know what i'm trying to say so I, I would do that and i would run it more from a i'd run it more from like a ceo standpoint a hands-on ceo standpoint uh and then i'd be able to travel to all the places that i wanted to go to to that that have to deal with that like competitions or stores or or events you know i'd be able to do that at that point so yeah that that's what i would do i wouldn't i wouldn't give it up because I don't know, man. This is this is one thing I, I I don't know. Maybe I heard this from my dad, or maybe I heard this from somebody else. But you know, your family business. You know, you it, as long as it seems like a viable business, that's something that you love, that you created. You know, it's not something that you did just sort of like out of happenstance. Maybe even it is something that I had out of happenstance. But it can become successful in a well-known name. If you sell that off to somebody else, they'll take it. Yeah. 
and they'll turn it into their family thing. And they'll never know that you even owned it unless you have some kind of clauses in there that state that you always have to state the family history. They'll never know, but they will, they will take it and turn it into something else. Um, and you know, there's, there's a couple of grill brands like that right now. And I'm like, you know, this is, this is something I built that I've grown. And even if my kids maybe don't want to do it full time as much as I do right now, it's something that we will have as a family and, and, you know, if they eventually one day choose to shut it down, they do, but it's made its run and it stayed within our family during the course of the time. Um, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't sell it off. I wouldn't stop it. I would, you, you'd see, you'd see the wildest stuff coming out of my, coming out of the business, bro. I'd be making like the craziest stuff, the most off the wall things that you, you never imagine. It's just stuff that I have mm. written down or in the back of my head that I'm like, you gotta get them. I hooks. would do that. Yeah, smoke and sweetness condoms. I'd have that would be. <laughs> mm. I'd have I'd have drones delivering stuff all over the country. <laughs> that would be funny. Be like smoke and sweetness condoms, man. That could be a thing. It could. It really. It, it really. Be. It really could. <laughs> it's like the faster you stroke, the more it smells. <laughs> that should be the title. The faster you stroke, the more it smells. I know that's a long time, but that is hey. hilarious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the more friction, the better it tastes. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. There, there's a lot that I would do with that, but yeah. Wow. That's the topic, man. That's the topic. And, and you know, you, you asked me that, like, you asked me that, like, you know, in three months or six months, maybe it's a whole different answer. But most of it is yeah. about the same. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, people. This is, is that it. Is that all we got? Do we have voicemails? I mean, we, we got we some voicemails. Do we actually want to do them or do we want to wait? Because these voicemails, huh? How many? How many? Oh, we we, we have two from this week. Okay, let let's let's jump into them. Let's not uh since we were gone for a couple weeks. Let's let's jump. We have we have one, two, three, four, five, six total. Two from this week. Okay. One from like two weeks ago. So you just want to do two this week? You want to do them all? What do you want to do? Uh, let, let's let's try and see if we can get through them all. All right, here we go. So we're not so neglecting we'll our people. Mid-October. Here we go. First mm-hmm. up. And by the way, oh yeah, go ahead and tell people where they can leave us a voicemail. All right, people. 3853-BLAKPC or 385-325-2572 is what you could call and tell us what you would do with 1.9 billion with a B, with the big B, what recklessness would you get into? Man. Let us know. Here we go. First up, three, two, one. Turn me up. Turn me up. This is M Diva, nine one one. And my name is Single. Only thought. M Diva. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm worried about money. And he wants to. I'm tired of him. This ain't a down low. Tired of my neighbors. They got the dope. I'm tired. I'm worried. The one about you. I won't worry about you. I'm tired of the killing. I'm tired of the stealing. I'm tired of you being in my inbox. It's a little new. No wonder I walk around with an attitude. I'm tired of going to work. But I can't 
Give me some money. Give me some money. Give me some money. Don't you care because this thing coming on site. On site. <laughs> wow. All right. Uh, that was uh, MDiva99 with her latest single called I'm Tired. 99 nine to the 2000s. All right. We, we got another one coming up here. Three, two, one. Oh, hashtag Blackout Podcast. This your cousin. That's your fever. And I'm listening to your latest episode for October 16th, which was yesterday. So I'm sitting at home working and I need a little noise. So I'm listening to y'all. That's my food. Okay, if I order some food and it came back, smell like weed, my groceries, oh, baby, I'm going to send it back. Uh Uh-uh, I'm going to keep it. No, I'm sending it back. I'm going to keep it because I'm going to do pen and paper to whatever company that I ordered from, and I'm going to get some new food and some new food on top of that. Mm -hmm. Hell, I don't know. I'll talk to y'all later. Hmm. It depends on how hungry I am. Oh, if there's something really, really in there that I wanted. Hmm. Let, me, let me think about that. Because I'm hungry right now. Bye. <laughs> All right. She would send it back. All right, here we go. Next up. Three, two, one. Child, y'all already know who this is. Oh, this is Memphis Diva, and I'm at home chilling. I've been on vacation for two days, and... My car broke down again for good. I think it's the transmission, but we ain't gonna worry about that. I just can't even worry about that no more because it's paid off. I've been paid off a month. But um, can we talk about Dumb Yay West and the statements he made about George Ford? Yeah. yeah. Um, sad, sad. I don't know if he's doing stuff for the media or if he's just really sick, but I think the dumb, the dumb, <clears throat> um, Rap war goes for him. And we really need to do a, an award show for the end of the year. Like, dumbest criminal, the dumbest rich person, the dumbest, that you know, good. stuff like that. We need to do a wrap-up. So think about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Kanye, you know, you, I don't know, you, you, it's just too much going on in the world for us to deal with Kanye, uh, um, what? How do we want to? I don't know. I'll, I'll just make it quick. The thing that I I noticed is, or I want to ask is, does anybody ever be in Kanye's corner? You know, like people have like a maybe an entourage, maybe like a a media person that kind of that kind of. Or just like a friend who like basically just, says, "Hey, you know, say, th- exactly. don't, don't say this, please." Exactly. That's all I want to know. Does he have somebody in his corner? That's all I want to know. I don't know. Yeah. 
I, I don't. It, it doesn't seem like it because no, he's always just doing like the most. He's doing the stupidest things, saying the stupidest things, and sometimes I do believe. Sometimes I do believe he is, uh, uh, you know, just saying stuff just to say stuff, just to try to get the crowd going. Oh, you remember that song with him and Jay Z, "Ball So Hard." Uh, uh, niggas in Paris, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a portion in there where I, I, what is it? Was it from Napoleon Dynamite? I can't remember where this, or I can't remember the name of the movie that it was from, but there was like a clip in there where he said, uh, you know, what does it mean? I don't know, but it's provocative. It gets the crowd going. Oh, that's a, uh, that, uh, what was that? Was that, uh, semi-pro with uh, Will Ferrell? Maybe so. I know that was Will Ferrell's voice. It's either that or uh, Talladega Nights, one of them. Yeah, I, I don't know what which one it was, but I think that's what Kanye does. Like, I think he just says stuff just to cause controversy, just to stir up people. Sometimes I think he does that. But then again, this is the thing. I know oh. that Kanye... Let's see. I know that Kanye says that like when he's off his meds he doesn't says some crazy stuff so and, and i know that yeah. there is you know I, I do know that there is a bpd like bipolar disorder and also like some mm -hmm. other you know mental um you know some other mental illnesses if you will that um that can cause people to do and say you know, crazy thing, depression. You know, I know there's a lot of things that can cause you to do and say stuff like that if you're not on your medication, you know, um, some very uncharacteristic stuff. So, you know, this is the thing. I don't think that we will ever truly know who the real Kanye West is. I don't think we will because we know that sometimes on his medicine sometimes not as on his medicine sometimes he says some crazy stuff sometimes some stuff that isn't that crazy sometimes he talks in like you know what would seem like a normal voice and sometimes he talks like this really weird like babyish voice in interviews yeah. so like mm -hmm. is he a dr jekyll and mr hyde situation where he's bipolar you know i don't know he i know he has Maybe. a lot of stuff going on so <clears throat> I, yeah. I fault him for saying it but i also acknowledge that there's mental illnesses that can contribute to you doing and saying some stuff that's wild but all that being said his track record at this time leads wild. you to believe that all this crazy wild stuff that he does is the real Kanye that's what I say because I mean like yeah all the Trump support all the all the I don't know. All the <laughs> the stuff he seen, says about anti-Semitism, like all this stuff is wild. Yeah. Have you seen his the documentary on uh Netflix Genius? I think it's called Genius. No, I remember when it came out. I, I have not had an opportunity to watch it. It's it's pretty good. It shows Kanye in a completely different light, but of course this was well well in the past mm -hmm. when his mother was still around and you could see the way he acts around his mom was I mean, you could tell there was like a this this bond between the two of them that's uh that was like unbreakable, man. Mm -hmm. He was just like a little kid and he would sit there and just listen to his mom speak with the brightest eyes, you know. Yeah. So you know, 
people could take that how it is you know i know we mentioned in the past you know and everybody knows that when he he lost his mom everything just kind of went yeah to the left so crazy yeah he he went a little a little wild um i blade to glory that's what it was okay Okay. all right that's fine i um i don't know man this is this is the this is the the million dollar question you know um this the million dollar question like who is the real kanye i don't think we will ever know uh you know my 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 wife has one um you know she has one uh uh what do you call it like um she has one uh uh perception of him because of what she sees on keeping up with the kardashians right um not from like the music or anything else you know mm-hmm. you and i have a perspective on him you know of of what he says in his music and what he does publicly and not so much like the kardashians thing like it's it's all over the map right so who do you what do you trust you know like it's ridiculous man dude is dude is insane so so wow. i don't know man he's He's a crazy, 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 crazy person. <laughs> Absolutely crazy person. Yeah. All right. Got any more? Uh, voice mail? Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we go. Oh, okay, okay. What's up, y'all? This message to you, 99. And I was just sitting here um, working on some shirts and stuff. My own live story doing my own live story. Ride apparel, y'all. R-Y-D-A-A apparel. Where you can get your motorcycle tees and stuff with black people on with all types of people on. But anyway, um, <laughs> can we talk about um, Kanye again? Here we go. Kanye. Kanye. Barack. He goes on a lot of support. Look at a Jewish comment he made. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what was wrong with you? Hmm. I think I called y'all about this before. He irks me. Okay, then. I ain't usually talk about him again. Because he just irked me. Go to the moon, Kanye. You may like it. Okay, then. I'm going to go outside and see what my neighbor's doing. Okay, bye. There you go. Okay, bye. Okay, bye, bye. Next. 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 Here we go. My new song. I know that you're up on the name on day, and it's hard to be doing good. But now he's doing crazy stuff, and boy, it's wonderful. I said, come back, Kanye, come on back. He's doing some crazy stuff. And he's making boo boo. Wait, what? <laughs> he's making boo boo. Sit your ass down and put on some Jesus shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't stay long because I got to go back to work. But really, I gotta add to because I don't know how to work. But <laughs> come in, come on back. Come on back to the light. 
Another message in follow up about uh, seven minutes later. Here we go. Last one of the week. What's up, y'all? This is Memphis Diva. So, uh, I'm amazing. I woke up this morning and I saw where Takeoff from the Migos was murdered in Houston. Mm. And um, it was over a nice game. I, I'm not sure. I think he, I don't know. Like they, they, they got into it. Well, not him, but it. The other one was was gambling or something, and I don't know. They they're, they're trying to say the, the gunshot. Uh oh, I'm sorry, my phone blacked out. Here we go. His own people were shooting back, and he got shot. I don't know. I, I wasn't there, but I did. Um, I think it's so disrespectful when people show people laying dead on the ground. So I was on Twitter, and it came up, and. I was very disappointed because you could hear his, his his club member, which I think is his cousin or his nephew, you know, hollering and screaming, and he was, you know, he was dead, you know, blood everywhere, and, and it's sad because people were standing around videoing it, and this age of social media and these these iPhones and these cell phones, man, y'all just filming robberies, murders, everything except the people who are doing the robberies and murders. Oh. Yeah. oh well, how y'all doing? I'm gonna get back to work. That was just on my mind. Okay, then talk to y'all later. Yeah, there's, there's some facts right there, man. Yeah, sad. Very sad. sad stuff, man. It's a lot to a lot to digest with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't I don't know the full story, but I know it's you know it's always sad when you see um, you know anybody lose their life, especially. You know some of these young uh you know artists and whether you know whether they're you know whether they're popular or famous or the best in their group or not whatever it is you know what i'm trying to say it's mm-hmm. it's horrible you know what i'm trying to say especially over something really 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 stupid you know like relationships and like you know this like dice game like money you know come on man come on yeah. really yeah, that story's all all over the place. Uh, I don't think everybody has the facts, but there was like one uh one woman who called into a Houston, ra- I think it was a Houston radio station. Mm-hmm. She said she was there and saw everything. Yeah, and she was like, they didn't even have nothing to do with it. He just caught a stray bullet, you know, from an argument from somebody else. Some something else. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Absolutely yeah. horrible, man. Just say it. Say it. Absolutely horrible. Yeah. But, you know, I don't know. 
Um, I don't know. And then you have Kanye West. <laughs> you know, you got. No. Then you but got there's, there's like some some things that Kanye said. You know, calling out some of these these record exec labels. Mm-hmm. You know, the same record exec labels that that push a lot of a lot of music that is harmful to our culture. Mm-hmm. They don't have no issues with it. Of course they don't, because they're making one, money. Uh, then they're making money, but once, uh, you know, Kanye said some things about these record execs, you know, there were just uh, words as the words that they would put in music. They want to get up in arms and just want to cancel people. I know he said a lot mm-hmm. more than that, but, you know, it's, you know, it's a... Uh, one of those things. Yeah. The, the, it's picky and choosy, you know? Yeah, the good and the bad thing is this, man. You can't, like, this day and age, you can't, almost can't say anything without the potential for a large group of people to be offended about what you say. Mm-hmm. Um, Very true. You know, and, and, and I definitely understand there's certain things that you can and can't say. Like, it, it is, that is a fact. Certain things that you can, can and cannot say. Um, but then again, you know, there are there's certain things that you want to say to express your personal opinion about something. And you have to be you have to be. What's the word? Um, you have Just to be watch your ready for the consequences. Yeah. 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 And 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 know what the fallout's going to be. And Kanye at this point always says and does the wildest and craziest stuff. But yeah. I don't think he cares anymore. And you know what? He's I, I don't think, think he's he made enough money in his life and he's done all this stuff that he doesn't care. Um, as long as he's not doing anything illegal, I guess, that will get him put in jail, I think he doesn't care. Um yeah. you know, and even if then maybe maybe he did, wouldn't care if he did that too. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think that's the thing, and especially, you know, you this is sort of what like what we we're talking about with the uh with the lottery thing, you know, when you have all this money and, and, and fame and a certain lifestyle that you never would have lived unless you became this person, you know, normal people don't have the same lifestyle as a, as a rich and famous person. That's why you always see, that's why you always see rich and famous people get together and get married because they lead, a different lifestyle than anyone else could imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So when, when you get to a certain point, I think you're numb to anything that you would have done as a normal person and you forget, you know, and you say and do some crazy stuff, Yeah. you know, or, or you say and do stuff without thinking about it. Cause you're like, I'm gonna just say it, man, eh, whatever, you know, <laughs> it'd be wild in these streets. It'd be wild. It do. But um, yeah, that's the long show for today. It's a welcome back. Yeah, I'm glad we got it in. Uh, Two, three weeks. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And I'm sorry. I, I last week we had just got back the day before, the night before, like at midnight something. And got back to the house and finally went to bed at like one thirty or two, and I was just too tired to do a show last week. I don't think I would have made. I I, I could have woke. I woke up, but I was like. A zombie the next day so yeah but anyway hey uh that's all i got man so let's hop on let's hop on up out of here all right people's twitter 
Instagram, hashtag blackoutpod. It's where you could uh, sub, sub to us, follow us, whatever you want to do. We don't post much, but when we do, we we it's fairly entertaining. If you want to like suck on some toes or be in jail for 20 years or two years, whatever, follow us on your or listen to us on your favorite streaming platform. Join us on Sundays where you could be part of the show. You could chime in. Maybe we'll even pull you in if you got your camera ready. You know? Yeah. You could be on the show with us. Surprise impromptu uh, guest. Surprise, or, surprise, or just, right in your eyes. Yeah. Right in your eyes. 385 3BLAKPC or 385 That's where you can shoot us a voicemail. Tell us what you would do with 1.9 billion with the B dollars. Or uh, tell us your opinions on anything going on in the world. Or if you don't want to do that, you could just type it out. Hashtag blackoutpod at gmail.com. It's where you could leave us a little text written paragraph or whatever you want to do. We could read it on the show. And uh, don't forget to hit up hooksrub.com. Get yourself some hooks in time for Thanksgiving and Christmas holiday. You could use it on your food. Give it as a gift basket. Put it in some stockings, stocking stuffers for the little ones. Uh, you know, all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. Get you some bacon sandals or bacon. burger sandals. They're not out. Bacon those, socks. Those aren't those. Oh, exclusive. You got, I, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I will say this, though. Uh, keep keep an eye out for uh, uh, an Instagram with the new account, because I still can't get the old account back. Mm. Hooks Rub. Yeah, true. Uh Keep, keep an eye out for a uh, for an automatic discount. What's up, Kayla? She made it in. How you doing? Hey, there um, she is. Keep 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 an eye out for a for an auto discount for an early Black Friday sale uh, that that we'll be doing in conjunction with a lot of other small businesses. And this is uh, really going to be us trying to. Um, this is going to be us trying to get ourselves out there before the actual black friday situation happens because as you know when black friday drops you got amazon you got walmart you got target you got all these other websites that people go to and they spend their money and then when the small business day shows up which is a small business saturday people are like well i already spent my money online so i'm good so we doing it we're doing an early black friday cool that's cool very good very good Speaking of early Black Friday, no, I won't even get into it because we just bought a couch and a and a mattress for early Black Friday, Ooh, okay. and it's sad. It's super sad that I had to say that. But you I had to buy it. it. I've been there. Man. I'm sad that I had to buy it, man. Do not take your significant other to a furniture store. <laughs> I'm saying that. I'm whisp. I'm whispering that right now. That's funny. It's probably another room. Anyway, she can hear you. Yeah, she probably can. She probably can. Anyway, people, that's it for today. We will see you next week with a bunch of other foolishness. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe one of us will win the 1.9 and you won't hear from us. Bruh. So I tell y'all. Mm. That would be amazing. What? I'm not going to hold my breath. hear from us? <laughs> oh, was that? Oh, no, not yeah, that we didn't hear from that. us. I say that if one of us won that. Um, yeah, but I'm I'm not gonna hold my breath uh, at all. Yeah. Just, you would be seeing hooks rub commercials all through your Hulu shows, and mm-hmm. 
Yep. You'd see it everywhere. Yeah, we can't do. I, I've thought about marketing on Hulu by doing that marketing on Hulu because they yeah. they have ads. I've seen ads, uh, you know, to market on there <laughs> through my business. So yeah. thought about it. J- Jared would have a, a Hulu, uh, have a Hooks theme song similar to Soul Glow. Mm-hmm. Be marvelous. Oh, it's coming. He'd get Ron Isley to sing it. <laughs> it's Ron Isley. Uh, yeah, it, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised. Right now, he's more on the Ice JJ Fish level. Oh, but yeah, I am. You get Ice, Ice JJ Fish to sing it right now. That's factual. But then you make that one point nine, you get Ron Isley. Mm. Yeah. Yes, indeed. I, I would. I would definitely. I would definitely step it up. Um, yeah. Definitely. If I, I were able to. So. <laughs> anyway, all right, man. That'd be funny. Y'all have a good all week. Right. And we're blacking out. Latest.